I'm expecting there's probably some higher volume work going on in in most fighters training because that's that's what you tend to get given to you by the camp that you're training in the the gym wherever you're where, wherever you are. The other thing we've got that balances up there's something called the law of accommodation so your body gets used to a background level of training if you're used to doing lots of quite steady state runs all the time that's what your gym's been doing if you're out in thailand you're going to be doing quite a bit of that anyway they expect you to be doing that your body becomes accustomed to it and then what happens is it it accommodates it so that for you to improve you need to sort of add a bit more or change things around a bit and that's where the intensity becomes important but there's nothing wrong if you've got like quite a background level of that going on all the time your body gets used to it and it doesn't become detrimental either fighters welcome back to another episode of heatrick muay thai performance so rather than you thinking about oh i'm doing all of this when i should be focusing more on perhaps more intensity that background level becomes a background level and it almost cancels out in your body but it still keeps that that aspect of your fitness but also the steady state stuff is also good for recovery. So that's, an, that's another reason really why the ties have got it in there because it's just, it's really easy running when they go out. It's not, they're not pushing themselves very hard at all. <laughs> it's almost like they they go out, cover the distance and just get back in and clock in. You know, it's, that's all it is. It's, it's just, I done it tick. They, they were wanting to save as much for the, for the, in front of the coaches, really. Most of the tie fighters, to be honest, they're, they're almost like, any anyone you've worked with, you know, uh, uh, in a in a career wh wherever you work, they they want to be seen to be working hard, but actually want to just get by doing as little as possible <laughs> in front of the bosses, you know. But the but the other thing is as well, when you're younger, your body isn't able to tolerate explosive work that that neuromuscular work. So you are pretty much an aerobic animal when you're when you're younger, and you're training looks like that as well. It's called long-term athletic development model. If you're looking to train uh, children through to youths, through to, you know, teenagers and and through into adults and, and elite performers as, as adults, the training emphasis shifts and it do, you can't train younger children explosively to the same extent as you would an adult. You just haven't got that capability yet. So naturally you will find that your training and the way you worked at, when you were younger was much more aerobic. And it does shift as you become older. But the the other thing is, as you become more explosive, it's also more demanding on on energy when you choose to use it. It's almost like you know if you've if you've got like a a car that's economical and does the long runs really well, it's not going to be the same as like a dragster that can do that sprint and it burns through rocket fuel and it's you know it's like the energy's gone. So as we train you to have more of the explosive bit as well, it's. It's more demanding on the energy systems. So you're looking to always balance how much fuel tank have I got? I need a big capacity here. We need the aerobic stuff to build that up. But then also if I'm now building an engine that's more like a, a hot rod as well, a dragster that's going to burn through the, the, the energy quicker, then depending on the sport you've got, although we want that capability, we don't want you to just default to going dragster mode, sprint, ah, oh, I've got no energy. It You need to get better than I feel at being strategic in how you fight and how you use your energy because you've now got that capability to burn lots of energy really quickly. So you need to be better at just going burn, break, burn, break, and not just like, ah, I went too long and now I'm, I've got no energy. It's as much about learning to pace yourself, both in training, because that comes out in fighting too, but definitely in, in the fight so that you, you don't end up 
using this higher energy expenditure that you're now capable of that could knock them out if you catch them, right? But then if you don't and they're still there, you're now too tired to do everything else that you need to do. I, I like fighters to think more about we train your 100% in the gym to make you maximal effort, but then in a fight, you're probably only using about 80% of that. That way you're not burning yourself right out. But the fact that you're 100% is so much higher than it was, your 80% is now equivalent of, of more than you had before. So it's like just because you're training your 100% up, don't feel like you have to use your 100% in the fight. Just trust that now your 80% is still way, way higher than it was. And now you can keep that up all day. But if uh, if you keep going into the red zone all the time with what your new red zone is, you're probably, you're probably going to dump all your fuel and you're done. So um, it's just being judicious, picking the right moment to go 100% when you know you've hurt them and that you're, you're going to finish them off. Um, but yeah, not overdoing that. Thanks for listening. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe and share with someone else it could help too. Please give the podcast a review or comment below. We'd love to hear from you. As always, you can visit heatrick.com for more Muay Thai performance podcasts, videos, articles and guides. Catch you next time.